Hello, word nerds. Welcome to a spooky episode of The Dictionary. Uh, It's only spooky because there is a thunderstorm going on right now, so you will very likely hear some thunder from a thunderstorm. That's what happens. I will see the flash of light, and I maybe will tell you, and then maybe you will hear some thunder. All right. If um, if you're cool, uh, I think you should go rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts and all the other places. And um, that would be great. It would make me feel so good. You can subscribe and share it on your various social medias if people are still doing that these days. Uh, Social media, Twitter, Instagram, those are at DictionaryPod. Email is DictionaryPod at gmail.com. My personal Twitter and Instagram, if you want, are at Speedjampar. You can go watch this show on YouTube you can really just listen to it. There's no, there's just a logo. You can buy merchandise. All the links are in the show notes. You can join the Patreon. Regular listeners are so sick of me say, saying all that because they don't want to do any of those things, but maybe some new people will. Um, also, if you're new to this, you really should go back to the beginning and start at the A's. And, uh, you know, I know that these these newer episodes are better, but you got to follow the journey. You got to do it. All right. I think that is enough. So let's talk about the words. The first one in this episode is cultural anthropology. It's just the normal way to spell those words. Two words, cultural anthropology. Noun from 1933, anthropology that deals with human culture, especially with respect to social structure, language, law, politics, religion, magic, mm, art, and technology. And then it says compare to physical anthropology, which physical, I mean, some of those things can be physical. It's probably more about what the people built and what they made. And those types of things, opposed to you know what's their culture like? How do you what do you what can you learn from a culture uh, based on its uh, social structure, language, law, politics, religion, magic, art, and technology? Which cultures have magic? I need to know this. Cultural anthropologist is a noun. Would have been great to have a cultural anthropologist on this episode, but I didn't do that. It's very difficult to find people. Although, I am, we have confirmed, we don't have a date yet to, to, to record, but two episodes from now, uh, June 2nd is when it's airing, I will have a guest, a very, very, very special guest. Uh, she is great. She, uh, it's a she. Uh, she is, uh, she's on a TV show. It's, it's, the, it's a fact. It's the truth. Uh, so I'm very excited uh, for that episode. It will be a very adult episode. Um, so, you know, do do with, with that information how you ever want to do that. Uh, and very likely when I start the Ds, I may just make this an all-adult uh, explicit podcast because, you know, just why not? Okay, that was a little tangent. The sound effect for today is... Quee! Next is... Culturati, culturati, C-U-L-T-U-R-A-T-I, noun from 1964, people 
intensely interested in cultural affairs. Uh, they're they're so very interested in the cultural affairs. Cultural affairs of of what? Of who? Just everything, or something specific? But they are intensely interested in it. Culturati. Who uses this? I don't know. Uh, it's similar to the word literati, which I assume is somebody who is intensely interested in literature. Quee. Next is culture, just the word culture. This is the first form. It's probably going to take up about half of this episode. Um, it is a noun from the 15th century. One, synonyms are cultivation and tillage. And I think that that would be more about growing things, uh, growing things in the land, food, uh, cultivation and tillage, I guess some people call it culture. I guess, yeah, I guess if you're culturing, hmm, yeah, that makes sense. This, this word, there's a lot, there's a lot to this word. Number two, the act of developing the intellectual and moral faculties, especially by education. The act of developing, yeah, so you go, you go get educated and you learn about uh, your intellectual faculties and your moral faculties. How do you, what do you want to feel about things? Uh, and you learn about things. Uh, you get this from your parents and teachers usually, but maybe there's some other people in your life who will teach you things. Hey, maybe, I, maybe I'm one of those peoples who are developing your intellectual and moral faculties. That would be great. Can I be your culture? Three, expert care and training as in beauty culture. If I heard beauty culture, I would not think of expert care or training. I would think of just the world around the beauty world, uh, hair and makeup and taking care of your skin and all that stuff. Uh, so it's, it's, it's interesting. 4A, enlightenment and excellence of taste acquired by intellectual and aesthetic training. I really would love some examples for some of these. Enlightenment and excellence of taste. Yeah, if you, uh, I don't know, you think of like opera when you think of things like this, uh, intellectual and aesthetic training. That's not the world I'm in. Um, but uh, yeah, do you have culture? Are you cultured? I think that's, that's the world we're talking about here. For B, acquaintance with and taste in fine arts, humanities, and broad aspects of science as distinguished from vocational and technical skills. Yeah, again, I would love to hear this you this word used in the context for these specific definitions. Uh, acquaintance with and taste. You have taste and you are acquainted with the fine arts, the humanities, broad aspects of science. I don't know. Yeah, I guess that's right. Um culture, though. There's so much more to that word, which we're going to learn about now. 5a, the integrated pattern of human knowledge, belief, and behavior that depends upon the capacity for learning and transmitting knowledge to succeeding generations. I mean, that's everything right there. I do think that uh, some of these definitions, you know, they're, they're much more easy to understand in context uh, than just reading the definition. 
it can be it can be hard to understand something if you're just reading this sort of vague semi-specific uh, definition um but uh but yeah i mean that w- that was a lot of information in this one let's read it again the integrated pattern of human knowledge belief and behavior that depends upon the capacity for learning i wish i could put these in better terms just simplify it a bit um the integrated pattern of human so knowledge belief and behavior around learning and transmitting learning knowledge and giving out knowledge to the younger people it's culture 5b the customary beliefs social uh, social forms and material traits of a racial religious or social group also the characteristic features of everyday existence as diversions or a way of life shared by people in a place or time. I feel bad for the people who had to come up with these definitions. I wouldn't even know where to begin. And then you got to come up with all the different specifics of how this word is used. I think this is probably one of the most sort of esoteric, hard to understand, just all encompassing words with these definitions. It's great. Um, as in popular culture, also as in southern culture. 5C, the set of shared attitudes, values, goals, and practices that characterize that characterizes an institution or organization, as in a corporate culture focused on the bottom line. That is all about money focused on the money um you know the corporate culture though it's not i mean that specific explanation or um example is obviously about money but the corporate culture extends much past money about you know it's how people treat each other and all that kind of stuff 5d the set of values conventions or social practices associated with a particular field activity, or societal characteristic, as in studying the effect of computers on print culture. Yeah, well, if we're going to look at that example specifically, print culture like magazines and newspaper, uh, computers, and then of course the internet completely changed all of that. I mean, computers made it easier for them to create things to be printed in a magazine, say, Uh, But then, eventually, with the internet, uh, it all went on the internet. (laughs) And all that printed stuff is a lot harder to get people to get it, to buy it. Also is in, changing the culture of materialism will take time. Changing the culture of materialism will take time. That is a quote from Peggy O'Mara. Six. The act or process of cultivating living material as bacteria or viruses in prepared nutrient media, also a product of such cultivation. You have to culture the things. It's been cultured. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to do that, cultivating living material. All right, this is a Middle English word. It means cultivated land or cultivation. Uh, That's about it. 
But yeah, it's spread out into just just the culture. Culture. It's so hard to describe that word, but you know, we did it. We just did it. We just read it out loud. Um, and I just think it's a fascinating idea. What's the culture of this? What's the culture of... There's all these little, little culture communities all over the world. And, you know, it's. I just think it's interesting. I don't know what else to say about it. I'm sorry. So, quee! Next is the second form of culture. This is a verb from 1510. Uh, let's see. It is just transitive. One. The synonym is cultivate. 2A. To grow in a prepared medium. 2B. To start a culture from. Yeah, the, both of those... Oh, there is some thunder. Yeah, both of those are related to the number six definition for the noun, which was the act or process of cultivating living material in prepared nutrient media. Quee! Next is cultured. Adjective from circa 1746. One synonym is cultivated. Two, produced under artificial conditions, as in cultured viruses, also cultured pearls. If a person is cultured, they have been cultivated by their peers and their family and friends and the older people to be to be cultured, to be, to have learned a lot about a lot of things, and uh, then they're then they're cultured. If you know a lot about a lot of cultures, maybe you're cultured. Is that how it works? Why not? But it's being cultivated. Quee! Next is culture shock. Two words, noun from 1940. A sense of confusion and uncertainty, sometimes with feelings of anxiety that may affect people exposed to an alien culture or environment without adequate preparation. If you travel to another country that's very different from your country and you are not prepared for it, you have not seen pictures or videos or read about it or heard about it from people and it's all brand new to you, you may experience culture shock. You're confused you're uncertain, you have anxiety. Uh, yeah, um, I, think it's, I think it's good to travel. I think it's good to see new places. Uh, maybe maybe after the first day of culture shock, you'll, you'll ease into it and it'll be fine. But, um, but yeah, you gotta, you gotta get out. You can't let something like this stop you. You know, maybe money can stop you, but culture shock, nah, just do it, just go for it. Also, just be prepared. Uh, I think the place where I probably had not culture shock specifically, but had the most different experience to what I'm used to was in India. And uh, just just the driving itself was enough of a culture shock. Quee! Next is cultus. C-U-L-T-U-S. Noun from 1640. And the synonym is just cult. Um, so any one of those cult words, I guess you can put it in there. Uh, this is a Latin word, cultus, which means adoration. So yeah, if we look back uh, to yesterday, cult, it was all about, or some of the definitions were about loving something so much, maybe you would 
quote unquote create a cult about it around it um just being sort of infatuated by something maybe and uh yeah so cultist adoration it's cult quee next is culver or culver noun from before the 12th century uh the synonym is just pigeon p-i-g-e-o-n pigeon is this literally the bird yeah uh, let's see, the etymology says it is from the Latin columbula, which is the diminutive of the Latin columba, which means dove. I mean, a dove is not a pigeon, but they are both birds. Uh, so yeah, Culver is a pigeon. I wonder if the fast food place Culver's is named after pigeons. Quee! Next is Culverin, C-U-L-V-E-R-I-N, noun from the 15th century. Um, it is just an early firearm. And then we have A, a rude musket. <laughs> How can a musket be rude? I think any musket it's going to shoot at somebody is rude. And then B, a long cannon of the 16th and 17th centuries. And the example of that cannon is the 18-pounder. Why is it called an 18-pounder? Does the cannon weigh 18 pounds or or, or the, um, the cannon balls, do they weigh 18 pounds? I would assume it's the cannon balls, but I don't know. I don't know my culverin. Okay, etymology, it is from the Middle French, couleuvre, which means snake. That's about it. Why is it snake? Maybe it's very long? Hmm. I, I think I need to post a picture of a culverin uh, because, you know, it's an early firearm. So what does it look like? Those things always look really cool. Quee! Next is culvert with a T. Noun from 1773. One. A transverse drain. Why is it transverse? Number two, a conduit for a culvert is also a culvert. Three, a bridge over a culvert is also a culvert. I feel like I sort of know what this is, but I think maybe, maybe I'll put a little more information in the show notes and or post a picture of a culvert. It's a drain, but why is it transverse? And then there's a bridge over it, or a conduit for it, is also a culvert. Quee! All right, so this next word, um, in my adult brain, has um, a meaning that, you know, you hear people say sometimes. That definition is not in here, but I will say it because we try and make this podcast as all-encompassing as we can. Um, It is the word... You can pronounce it a couple of ways. It's spelled C-U-M, which can be said cum or cum. This is the first form. Um, it is a conjunction. Uh, there is, it's practically all etymology. Um, okay, no, it's not practically all etymology. It's just very confusing to read all this. So, it's a conjunction from circa 1869. It means along with being 
along with being, the synonym is and. So it's it basically means and. And this is used to form usually hyphenated phrases, as in, a credible mining camp elder cum publican. That is from G.B. Shaw. There's another quote, Christian and Christian cum voodoo churches. That is a quote from David Binder. So yeah, it means and, um, because it is Latin and it means with. So with and and kind of interchangeable, depending on the context. And um, that is that. And then the other definition, which is not a conjunction, so maybe in newer versions of this, ah, they probably wouldn't put this in the dictionary, would they? No. Again, this is very adult. Um, slang version. It's um. How do we how do we want to put this? When when a uh, a man or a woman or any person is um, having an orgasm, we'll just leave it at that. That's kind of the same thing. That's enough. Quee! Now we have the second form of this same word. In this case, it's an abbreviation, though. So I guess you would you'd probably pronounce it cum. Although people don't usually say abbreviations out loud, um, it is an abbreviation for cumulative. So what's, you know, cumulative is when you're, uh, well, we'll learn about it. Uh, when will we learn about that? Cumulative. I think it's in tomorrow's episode. Yeah. Um, it's when you're, it's the total. It's, you're, you're totaling things up. That's what's the sum of all these things. The culmination, kind of like that. All right. One more word. Quee! It is C-U-M-B with a capital C. It's an abbreviation for Cumbria or Cumbria. And let me see if I can find the actual word. Cumbria. Where is it? Uh, Is it not in here? Cumbria. C-U-M-B-R. Nope. I don't think it is in this book, which is interesting because usually... Oh, it's not a synonym. It just means Cumbria. I'm not sure what that is. Maybe I will have to find out and uh, put it in the show notes. I feel like it's a, uh, no, that's Cambrian. That's a, I don't know what it is. I just don't know. All right, those were all of the words. So they were cultural anthropology, culturati, culture, culture, cultured, culture shock, cultus, culver, culverin, culvert, cum, cum, cumb. Well, I think I'm just going to pick culture as the word of the episode because, you know, for all the reasons I said before, um, I'm just fascinated by all of these definitions, particularly, I think, 5A, the integrated, let's, let's sing it, why not, let's sing it, okay, fine, the integrated pattern of human knowledge, belief and behavior that depends upon the capacity for learning and transmitting knowledge to succeeding generations. I don't know. There's a lot of interesting definitions here that were a little hard to understand, but, you know, I think, I hope we all understand the idea of culture. What's your culture? What's my culture? I don't know. Still trying to figure it out. All right. That is going to be the end of this episode. We finished page 304. And, uh, oh, today is also the last day of May. So, Happy end of May. Happy June. 
uh, starting June tomorrow means that we are in the very last month of the letter C because this is ending, this letter is ending on June 30th. Hey, we're almost there. It's been a year and a half of this one letter. Great stuff. All right, that's it. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye. Hello, my name is Michael Hunter. My buddy, David Spencer, and I have a new podcast all about one of our favorite internet sites growing up, HomestarRunner.com. You know, the guys that did... Looks like we're gonna have to jump! I said come on, for hobo guys, I said come on. We're going through every Flash cartoon on the site in release order. I've seen all of them, David has seen most of them, and David's wife Alexa pops in and watches them for the first time, just for the show. Come on, Fahooglapods, a Homestar Runner podcast, available wherever podcasts are sold, and at pipedreampodcast.com.